So everyone's seeing the top line media, interest rates up. People are wondering what's happening behind the curtains. Are people really selling under pressure with interest rates? We're on the coal face. We're going to tell you about it this morning. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Wednesday, that was a great intro. Of June. Yeah, I, I, I pressed the button for the intro and it didn't happen, so I pressed it again and it turned off and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, thanks, Mr. Silich. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, Mr. Silich is, uh, is dealing with the most amount of purchases on the northern beaches when you look at rankings. Um, so you're getting the people with the money um, mm. coming in to buy. Uh, equally, we're dealing with the people that are wanting to sell, uh, that are reducing debt, um, mm. consolidating investments, um, sometimes often buying bigger stuff, selling smaller stuff to buy bigger stuff. Michael, yeah. the reality is interest rates have gone up yesterday. The mm. reality is people want to know from us and they're consistently asking, you know, is there pressure selling? What's happening out there with your vendors that are selling? Are there people really buying? How the hell are prices going up when they went down mm. because interest rates went up and then now they're going, the prices are going up. It doesn't make sense. What's happening out there? Yeah, it's very interesting. So, and look, there's two sides to every story and there's two sides of the coin with this. There's both the buyer side and then the vendor side, um, the seller side. And I think with interest rates going up yesterday, from what I could see with the sentiment, a lot of people were expecting it to go up. Um, so even though, yes, it's still a bit of a shock to the system for everyone that's holding a mortgage there or looking to purchase, it's not like it came completely out of nowhere. It's not like all the so-called experts were predicting no rate rise um, this last yesterday and then it happened and it's really really cool to see how people react because there's people that react straight away in terms of literally within 24 hours of seeing it and then there's the slow flow on effect over the coming months of the way that people will um will react to it and mark and i were discussing off camera before it's uh, interesting to see that we've already received a couple of calls from prospective sellers that have gone, enough's enough, it's it's gone up again. We've been on the fence whether we should sell or not. And that's sort of the, the catalyst that's pushed them over the line. So the number's three. Um, we've recorded three people since the interest rate rises that are directly selling due to the interest rate rises. Um, mm as a metric to give you an idea you know is that a lot is that not a lot um for us we would probably list about 20 properties a um a a, a, a month 20 to 25 and sell mm -hmm. um and then to give you an idea on those metrics having three call in one day um off the back of interest rates is probably a pretty high number um 
But what is interesting is how it looks like. How you would think it would look like is it would be panic selling. How you think it would look like it would be stressful selling. But it's not that at all. These guys are pretty cool cats. Well, that's the thing. And we've been, and this is, I guess, what the media doesn't report. We've been approached by clients that have been wanting to sell. And the thing is, sometimes they tell us the full story. Sometimes they don't. You never know truly what's going on behind closed doors with someone's situation. Um, And over the past couple of years, since all the talk about rates have been going up, since COVID, since that, people have been readjusting their lifestyles with it. So, yes, we have had three yesterday, but we've had lots of clients for the past two years that have been contacting us and probably indirectly selling due to interest rates going up. Um, So it's not like all of a sudden every single prospective vendor has left until today to decide to sell their property. They've already been doing it for a while. Now, what I've noticed with interest rate rises, it's a really difficult topic to talk about. Um, Mm. I saw Mark Boris and Tom Panos had said... um, that even though we experienced 18% interest rates, this is the highest proportion of people that uh, 50% of their income is going towards their mortgage. It's never been 50% of your income in the history of Australian economics. Mm. So that's, yeah. that's just a huge, huge amount yeah. of the household debt um, going towards that. Now, what I have noticed is there's been layers so people automatically think systematically when interest rates go up, knee-jerk reaction, sell, mm. no other option. But people, there has been, like, there's literally hundreds of layers to peel back before it gets to people making the decision to actually sell the asset. So mm. these those layers are looking like getting rid of, you know, maybe taking or uh, um, saving money. You know, in, in, in so many different ways, that could be by way of um, the way they're eating, um, you know, like they're not going to restaurants as much or they're, what they're ordering from the supermarket is, is different from what they used mm. to typically order and spend at the supermarket. But that's just, there's just, that's just, you know, 10 of, of many other layers of, of hundreds of layers that people have peeled back. So I guess the final layer is, yep. We're going, to, we're going to sell the property and we're going to make things good. Um, but even beyond selling that property, it, it still hurts. So sometimes um, there's, it's, that's just, that property sale is one of those layers in order to get rid of that debt. There's actually mm. some tax debt or more debt. So it's complex is what I'm saying. And it's not as simple as people may think of interest rates up, sell, and it's all fixed. No, exactly. And look, that's the whole purpose of why they're putting interest rates up the RBA is to pull back on discretionary spending. Um, inflation is still being high. That's the whole purpose of why they're doing it is to curb inflation. Uh, like you said, Mark, the last thing people are gonna do is to sell their family home. And I know everyone loves to, to speak about the narrative of interest rates going up, so there's therefore distress selling. But you go you, your own personal situation as a mortgage holder, you think of all your friends and family that you know, how many are genuinely going, yes, they might want need to alter their lifestyles, but how many are genuinely going, oh my goodness, I've left this run too late. Now I need to be sold within the month. Um, otherwise, the, the bank's going to take the house. And it's a very, very small percentage of people. Um, and then there's the flip side of the coin, which is on the buy side. And irregardless of how much a seller may need to sell, if there's lots of buyers out there, the market, the, the prices that we achieve on properties are still very, very reasonable. And that's what we've been seeing where 
as the market came off the bottom last year, buyers are going, well, prices are going down, interest rates are going up. Why are there all these other people here looking to buy? Uh, and it was really interesting to see. And what I've found is that demand side of things is still there and still very strong. And my theory behind it is, irregardless of interest rates going up, people still have reasons to transact their property. Maybe it means it's going to drive a lot more people to purchase units because they're cheaper than houses now. And all of a sudden, unit prices might actually go up and houses might come down a little bit. Um, it's not, like Mark said before, it's not just a straightforward, it's gone up to their, the interest rate's gone up so everything else that comes off. There's so many other layers to it. I do have to say, um, and I was faced with this adversity in COVID, and one of the one of the things that I kept saying to everyone in our office, all of our teams, was, and I've been, it's been, it, it gets it gets thrown back consistently to me about what I said because I was saying it all the time. I'm going to say it again now. Energy doesn't get burnt or buried. It gets transferred. Mm. Money doesn't get burnt or buried. It gets transferred. So if anyone's trying to work out this property market, if anyone's trying to work out these interest rates, work this out. The energy is just getting transferred. You've got to work out where it's going and you've got to be Johnny on the spot and make sure you're there. So there are people having on the back on the back of what i'm saying there are people out there saying well i think it's actually pretty clever to position myself doesn't make sense but i think it's pretty clever to position myself as a landlord because i know it doesn't make sense because the repayments are high i know it doesn't make sense because the, the rents are low but i sort of i do have the ability to do it and i will do it um mm. and then i i these people in one, two, three, four years look like heroes um, going against the grain. It was a bit like purchasing in COVID in 2020. You know, mm. when it when it really hit the fan, there was people that were positioning themselves um, as to where the energy was going, and they they um, they're in a good position afterwards. So yeah. I really want everyone to have a think about that. Energy does not get burnt or buried, it gets transferred. So with this massive transfer of wealth that's happening at the moment by way of interest rates, where is the money going? That's where you want to be. Mm, correct. No, I think you're completely right there. And and with people going to sell their properties now and transfer their lifestyle, like Mark said, there's a lot of people that are just going to hold on, pull back all the other spending first, because that's what most people will do. And then there will be those people who go, no, nah, time to bite the bullet, transfer that lifestyle. But you gotta remember those people that are selling their properties, what are they doing off the back of it? Chances are they're gonna go buy something else. They've still got a deposit. If you've held your property for at least a couple of years, there's gonna be a decent amount of equity there. Um, rents are still very, very high at the moment. So it's hard to get into that rental market. So these people now all of a sudden become buyers again. Yes, it might be a different price bracket or a different area, but it's, it's that constant circle where now they've gone in as buyers, it still creates that demand as well. People always need somewhere to <laughs> a roof over their heads. Um, and I think if you can just understand that and best, I guess, harness it for the situation for you and your family, there's opportunity. 
And, and the reality is property prices have doubled every 10 years. They've done that the last 100 years. It's been a great property market the last 100 years. It's going to be a great property market the next 100 years. Uh, if yeah. you're not reactive and you have that long-term view, you're safe, but you've still got to survive. Um, so it's still, I think it just comes down to that survival of what, what's got to be cut and what's got to hit the floor um, mm. because you, we, we know people aren't going to be able to, with 50% of people mortgage holders, um, with 50% of their income going towards their mortgage um, on average with these new rate rises, um, something's got to give. You, you, can't, mm. you can't maintain the same um, everything. Um, with mortgage, with your mortgage levels at that. So that's just, I think people have just got to adjust. In COVID, we did. Um, people mm. called it pivoting. Um, and I think we've just got to pivot again. Yeah, I agree. That's a show. That's it. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Mark. Guys, good luck. Okay. Be smart with your money. Uh, don't be, uh, don't be greedy. Um, you know, things have got to cut the floor, hit the floor. It's got to be done. These are the times where we, uh, I think we have to pay back some of that debt that we grew through COVID. Um, it's definitely going to be hard. It's, it's not easy for a lot of families out there at the moment. Um, and, uh, we just got to, you just, we just got to make some hard decisions and, you know, but in, in hindsight, it's, um, the, the mortgage, you'd be surprised how many people in Australia don't have a mortgage, how many Australians are not affected by interest rate rises. But today we are just talking about the people with these rate rises. And like Lisa brought up today, um, there are different, different uh, people are being affected differently in different parts of Sydney. Well, this is it, it's true. And then people in different parts of their lives as well. Because you look at someone that's a retiree that maybe has money in their super, um, it's never been better to have money in the bank now. <laughs> now you're getting enormous returns just for having money sitting in the bank. So all of a sudden, um, someone that's at retirement phase of life that's consolidated all their debt, that doesn't have much debt, that has all their super and all their savings, all of a sudden, great, there's a heat more for them to live off. Um, so it, it affects everyone differently. Energy doesn't get burnt or buried. It just gets transferred. Work out where it's going. See you later. Thanks. <laughs>